Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. That's my jam right there. Finally, two people that appreciate the good music that Mike provides. <laughs> this one, <laughs> this intro, yes, this is also used to one. be the ABQ Central intro too. This one was yes. written and performed by a guest that we're having on at four thirty. Oh yeah, Star TV and Radio KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega. Very talented, very, very talented, very Too talented. Yes, I don't even know why he hangs out with us. <laughs> Men of talent and honor have no business hanging out with me and my cohorts. Oh, I've been dropping his name left and right. <laughs> I'm not even lying to you. <laughs> it's a Fredless Friday on Two Men On. Don't worry, loyal listener. If Fred's your dude, he's okay. He's just out on assignment. He's in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. Calling some games for New Mexico Highlands. But I am blessed. The most talented dude that isn't named Brandon Ortega. <laughs> I was going to see how he's going to do that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Robert Buck D. Gibson in the studio. What's up, my dude? Hey, man, it's Friday. I love that. That's all I need to say. I had a long week, man. Long week, so I'm glad it's Friday. And I'm glad that I'm here. Isn't the weather great today? Oh, perfect. It's killer. Such a tease, though, because you know like we got two or three more cold streaks coming. Yeah. I, I kind of overdressed today. I did the got up super early and it uh -huh. was freezing. And by the time 10 or 11 came, I was like, okay, I need to take this sweater off. Layers, mine layers. Yeah. It'll get cold again in March and April. You watch yep. how twisted this whole season is. You heard it right there. That's not Steve Stucker. That's super no. producer Mike Vitale. <laughs> Don't have the hair. Mikey V on the ones and twos. How you doing, my man? Doing well. Football Friday. Love it. Woo. Oh, the whole, oh, man, this is going to be a great weekend. Actually, all the way up to Monday. Unprecedented yeah. three-day wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Super duper yeah. wild card weekend. They need to rename it. Yeah, that's that's they're, lame. <laughs> their marketing guy isn't doing the best job with the naming. Well, it, it seems like they just sprung it on them last month. And he went, ah, super. Whatever. What are we going to? The Super Bowl? Yeah, super wild card weekend. Doing Mad Libs with his niece. He's like, <laughs> all right, sweetie, what do you want to call it? Super. There we go. We already got a Super Bowl, sweetie. I said Super. <laughs> All right. Whatever she says goes. Super wild card weekend, I guess. Yeah. And hold on. I think I got to do some work here on the live stream. There we go. Looking good, though. And we are live on Facebook Live. There we go. There we go. There we go. I was too busy hanging out with my dudes. Hey, I was going to say, you, where are the comments? I didn't hit the go button. <sighs> anyway. Now we're ready to rock. We are back on Facebook Live. 
So, Robert, if your team's not in the playoffs, is it easier for you to pick? You can just sit back and watch and not get anxiety and stress? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. So I'm used to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to it because when when my team is in, I not only have to pick my team and then it's like, I want this other team to to lose because I want the lesser team to play next time. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that. So speaking of that, let's piggyback on that question. Yeah. And we'll talk a little more about this in 430 segment with Brandon Ortega. Also, another special treat. We got the naming of our studio by John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. As you all know, whether we're here at the John Lopez studio or out in the community at the mobile studio, we got the man, the myth, the legend, John Lopez, calling him at 530. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. You can let us know what's going on in the ABQ Realty business. That is what's up. Stoked for that. It's always a high-energy, very fun segment. Got a lot to talk about today. As we said, it is Wild Card Weekend. Is Aaron Rodgers trying to set him up? <laughs> set himself <laughs> up to go to Denver? Uh. We're going to hit on that. More Antonio Brown antics. Novak's Djokovic. Oh, that's a good one. I was saving that one, but yeah. He's about to get deported. Yeah, I like that. Well, how many twists are in this story, my word? There's only one twist. There's only one twist. He's a liar. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's getting deported. But I feel you, Mike. This is kind of like an Antonio Brown-esque story every few hours it's something else it's something different every something time. different yeah mvp and all pro talk as well the all pro team came out today and yeah. uh we're gonna touch on that see who got snubbed did they make all the right decisions are we gonna go first team second team or how deep we're gonna go just first team. just first just okay. first team i was we don't care about those other losers golly mike i was trying to <laughs> I was trying to, trying to slide in some Chargers talking there. <laughs> you might be surprised where Justin Herbert landed. Yep. Yep. And loyal listener, friend of the show, football fan, football fanatic, we're opening up the phone lines all day. This is going to be fun. 505-246-0610. Tell us why your team is going to win this weekend. I don't want Monday morning quarterback. I don't want amateur prognosticator. I want fan. I want to hear from Cowboy fan. I want to hear from Niner fan. I want to hear from Bucks fan. I want to hear from Irrational Eagles fan. Tell us why your squad is going to win, and we will tell you why you are right or wrong. I, actually, I want to hear it from the irrational ones, too. Those are very entertaining. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Isn't that what we all are as fans? Illogical and irrational with yeah. our teams. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't be no. It wouldn't be any fun without that. Very true. We got a new partnership. Our hey. re, our rekindled an old partnership. Who's that? Two men on the boys are going to get our swag on. We're going to get our T-shirt on. Uh-huh. We're going to get our sticker on. Merch. We're going to get our coaster on. And we're going to have a lot of cool giveaways coming up in the near future as we partnered again with friend of the show, friend in real life, Scott Cregan and Graphic hey, Connections. Hey, Scott. So I know, I, know, Vital, I know you like oversized T-shirts. 
So we'll get you one ridiculously large one. He has good quality shirts, and that's what I like. So I like them a little bigger than a little smaller. I don't know how you guys can wear the tight stuff. Well, he's he's the best in the biz. Like he's the best in the city. He has great Lobo t-shirts. Yeah, does great Lobo t-shirts. Does great everything. We love what they do at Graphic Connection. They've been a part of a lot of cool things we've done in the community too. And we love helping helpers. And we love Scott Cregan and Graphic Connection. So. Uh, did you guys, ABQ Central, have, did we have t-shirts at the beginning of your guys' show? Yeah. I don't remember. You don't I have know one? I heard Fred No, you said, about... you, you said you didn't want one because we didn't have one big enough. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Cause we you only guys... had XL. That's it. That's which it. you are an XL, but you want them doubles and triples. I'm actually I like, I, you know what? I like room when I'm moving around. I don't like to be restricted. Hey, there you go. Yeah, because. And, and no. my 5'2 friend buys Magnum condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an XL for me is like a handkerchief. I need the two ah. X, man. Sure, I'm a yeah. medium. I got a special order. My medium shirts. You, you can see my heartbeat in an XL. I'm not with it. I like shirts. <laughs> like you might you might see the one I'm wearing right now if you're on Facebook Live. I got like a little medium V-neck thing going on I, I right now. I can't even do the V-neck. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I've tried it. I've gotten a lot of compliments on it, but me personally, I, it doesn't feel right. No. Now the turtleneck no. is coming next week. See, I can't do turtle. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mitch Hedberg had a, a great joke about turtlenecks. He's like, it feels like a really weak guy is trying to choke me. <laughs> That's good. That's what, I, don't, I don't like crew necks. If I, get, if I buy a crew neck, yeah. and most of my shirts are crew necks, mm-hmm. I got to like get them wet and stretch them out. I don't like anything touching my neck. Ah, there it we makes go. me feel weird. Does this have anything to do with your... Shoulder thing, like neck, shoulder. Am I, am I seeing a connection there? <laughs> neck and shoulder. Yeah, you have a problem with shoulders, remember? You were like. Oh, yeah, well, yeah you I talked about it. You always talk about shoulders, and now it's the neck. I'm, I'm trying to see if I'm drawing a parallel here. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe I do have more weird body part stuff than I realized. <laughs> <laughs> I strive to have nice shoulders. Like yeah. one day, mm-hmm. hopefully I'll come close to having some like nice Dwight Howard shoulders, you know? No, that's just, come on, you can't go just you can't go straight to the front of the line it's like a, that. It's a goal. <laughs> come on, man. I didn't say it was an attainable goal, <laughs> but it's a goal. He and looks you like you can strive for it. Yeah, uh, Dwight Howard looks like he still has the hangers in all of his shirts when he wears them. That's just yeah, there, <laughs> there. That's it. That's a good way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. He's like, are you shoving? You're supposed to put the shoulder pads on top, not on the side, yeah. Dwight. You're ripping out of these shirts, my dude. <laughs> Novak Djokovic talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, Two Men On proudly brings to you a podcast that can be reviewed. Hey, friends of the show, we need 100 reviews. And we're talking Ron Burgundy rules here. Whatever you review, we will read. Our 100 review special as soon as we hit the benchmark. Log into iTunes and give us the five-star ratings on Spotify and wherever you download your Mikey V. DJ Mikey V. Taking us in with some piano-heavy easy listening. He's trying to prove me wrong. I I gave him a compliment, and this is what he comes back Uh with. Yep. That's why you don't have nice things, Mikey. It's turning me into you <laughs> turn me that? into Fred that quick. <laughs> That's hard to do. Yeah. Robert, you you made Robert go Grand Torino real fast. 
<laughs> Grand Auto Theft. Good stuff for the music they got there. Back to the old school stuff there. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our days at the Y. We spend our evenings at O'Neill's, which we were at last night. Heck of a show, heck of a crowd, heck of a turnout. Great show, fellas. I watched, I watched, I listened. It's a great show. You guys do so much for the community, and I'm glad that I'm going to be a part of this as well. So, oh, thank to you tell for you the kind words. Did you get your yes. bangers and mashers? Oh, no, no, no. It was just a clever name. Ah. Did you see the name today? No. Debo Vanuel. <laughs> 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 and we spent our weekends at Electric Playhouse. And I love me some electric playhouse. They just got a grant to get a new storefront downtown. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, just right around the corner. That's going to be a great move. Well, not a move, but addition to what they have already. Assuming he either wants to talk football or barbershop on the Sports Animal Hotline, we got Mailman. What's happening, Mailman? What's happening, fellas? So, before you guys get into Novak, Hoax of sick talk. Nice. Good one. Uh, real fair. First thing, you said we got to rep our boys. So yep. I'm going to rep my boys. Let us hear it. We going to bang. We going to turn J.J. White loose, and we going to bang that beach all weekend. And we going to make the, make the Chiefs sweat. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh God! Come on, man! Don't come on, <laughs> bro. Gonna, Not another CNC tap, music hey, factor. We gonna tap, We gonna The defense is gonna save us because you know our offense is trash. But the defense is gonna save us. Mailman, we gonna turn JJ. We gonna turn TJ loose and watch JJ do the same on Monday night. So it's a Watt it's a Watt Boy weekend. <laughs> Good one. It's a Watt weekend. It's gonna be mighty bright at night. You're gonna have to wear some shade. Mailman you got that riff. Mailman, I got a question. If you guys win this weekend, is that the biggest upset of wildcard weekend? Uh hell yeah. <laughs> hey, I, don't yeah. Th- I don't think it's even close. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the spread, but I know. That's the biggest one. I think it's thir- 13 and a half. Oh, it's down to 12? Ooh, you. they got a point back. Yeah. Some people must uh, be putting uh, money uh, on the Steelers. It is 12. So, for all your gambling degenerates that's listening, <laughs> take the Steelers and the points because it ain't going to be no 12. Hmm. Ain't going to be none. Don't start none. Ain't going to be none. So if y'all if y'all want that twelve, I'm telling you, a, like Dan Patrick say, it's a bad beat, dog. It's a bad <laughs> beat. Don't do it. Don't hey, do it. Mailman, just you, we just, gonna cut TJ loose. I know TJ. No matter what the score is, TJ's gonna get his this yeah. weekend. Yeah. But do you Tell think we're gonna bang the beat? You know what I'm talking about. We're gonna bang the beat. Do you think there's something? Because you know the Raiders snuck in, and I think the ghost of John Madden helped that out. Yep. 
Do you think that it's being Big Ben's last run? Ooh. It's going to help that at all? Like the squad's going to come together and the locker room's going to unite and, and work just 10% that much harder for, for Big Ben? Of course. And I guarantee you're going to have uh, – I guarantee uh, 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 Spitmeister. That's uh, <laughs> ex-coach. Spitmeister will be close by because he was with Ben when he won number one. So he's going to be close by. Well, and since he's going to be close by, that's going to give Ben that extra push. Well, with me being a Chargers fan and the Chiefs are in my division, I'm going to be rooting for your boys as well. So they need to let all the Watt loose. They, Big Ben needs to turn back the clock. Everything. Well, only- uh, of course. They ain't show – look at this. It's perfect. The Steelers ain't show nobody nothing all season. Watch when they hit the field. It's going to be tough. They're going to be like, wait a minute, where where this come from? Where this come from? It's going to be TJ to the left, TJ to the right, <laughs> and Derek Watt up the middle. <laughs> hey, mailman, thanks for the call. Appreciate of you, buddy. Course. Appreciate of you, course. man. Hey, talk to Somebody you next time. Somebody got to be the third wheel since Fred ain't there. <laughs> Friend of the show, mailman. I think the only way the Steelers win is if Najee Harris runs for 300 yards. And he's questionable. If he goes Derek, you know, they said he's going to play. Oh, okay. But he might be under a snap count to, to try to maximize his ability. Of course, that Pittsburgh defense could make things interesting if they put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. So just yeah. keep that in mind, too. Yeah, Mahomes will give the game away if that, if that happens, Mike. He'll, he'll give the game away. From one friend of the show to another on the Sports Animal Hotline, we got Lenny. What's happening, Lenny? Uh, not much. How often do you have two Charger people on your show? What? I mean, I was, I'm was. i getting ready to write the Chargers and ask for a partial refund of my season ticket. <laughs> <laughs> because analytics took them right out of the playoffs. Yeah, analytics, uh, a.k.a. Coach Staley. So. <laughs> you know, and if any coach deserved to be fired first year out the gate, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, words. But I'll say this. I'm glad that they retained him just because I was reading somewhere Justin Herbert hasn't had the same coach two seasons in a row. Oh, no. I mean, I'm just like, being facetious. But, the story, yeah. dude, stop with the analytics. Yeah, yeah. Don't that, go in yeah. there on your 18-yard line. Don't call timeouts when you don't need to. Yeah. Stop going it on fourth and two. Yes. I'm you, with you. If you can't bring in a one-legged kicker to do the job, find somebody. And and this this season we actually – found a kicker that was somewhat consistent. But we gave so. away at least three games to analytics. Yep. Where the Raider game should have been nothing. Exactly. You should have hung right. on they the coup. They should have been playing the water boy, two trainers, and, and a ticket person. They should have never should got have rid of playing in the last game. So let's go with the picks real quick. Hit me. The Raider season comes to an end. Take the Bengals and buy up the points. Ooh, like that, huh? I agree. Okay. I'm talking blowout. Allen is going to be just like Lamar Jackson. The playoffs come and they forget how to win. Oh, I'm liking his so picks so Patriots far. Patriots in the upset. I'm gonna then the Cowboys, as they watch Mr. Good-looking Jimmy Garoppolo beat him by six. And it's fitting that the Cowboys will lose in the Nickelodeon game. <laughs> 
as well. So they can have slime dumped all over them as they're losing. Fred. So it's only fitting for them to be the Nickelodeon game. All we're, do, all we're doing is doing our playoff picks in the 6 o'clock hour. But real quick, I do agree with you on the Niners. I got a Niners upset. And, and I didn't know what time you were doing the pick. I haven't called in two weeks. No, no, no worries, man. We, we appreciate okay. the call. We appreciate the love. We'll always put you on. Uh, yeah, we're doing then, NFL I gotta all go 6 o'clock. I got to go one more upset. Hit me. The Cardinals beating the Rams. Uh, I'm, I'm oppo as, on that as, one. As I got Stafford the Rams three picks and goes home and ruins his Hall of Fame chances one more time. Hmm. And now some wildcard team may come out of this playoffs this year and go to the Super Bowl. I don't like the Steelers and the Giants have passed. Not so in the I'm NFC. I'm going to take the Steelers and the points, but they lose in a close game. Okay, I like that. All right. How do, how do you see the Steelers then, doing it? And then the Eagles pulling the upset. Wow. Over Tom Brady. Wow. Well, see, that's that's the one that I would say buy the points on. I'd say Bucks and buy another touchdown. I know they have some of the best rushing defense in the league, but you're down two receivers. Lenny, I don't know if you saw this, but the Eagles haven't beat a team with a winning record all year. That's true. But it's the playoffs that only takes one game. Yeah, you're right. Whatever you did in the regular season – doesn't matter how many times have you seen a team beat a team twice in the regular season, and then that third time they play them in the playoffs, when they're in, in the playoffs come, they get whitewashed. Very true. It's super true. Lenny, are you so caught? The you caught up also on? Didn't have a running game like they had during the regular season. Lenny, you caught up on Boba Fett. We're up against it right now. No, I haven't caught up. I've been watching The Peacemaker. Ooh, nice. Much more enjoyable show. And if you like James Gunn. And Suicide Squad, then you'll enjoy that. Nice. Well, you're going to have to call back next week and talk Peacemaker with Fred, because I know that's about to be his favorite show. Yeah, I can't watch Boba Fett. I watched it at the beginning. I thought I was watching highlights of my divorce and wedding all the way to someone. <laughs> so I believe it. Lenny, that's a perfect mic drop, mo- drop, mic drop moment right there. Thanks for being a friend, and thanks for the call. We'll be back with KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. As always, we are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our days at the Y and we finish our days at O'Neill's, and we're spending every weekend at the Electric Playhouse. He didn't show up to the Raiders' den last week. <laughs> Let's see if he shows up tomorrow on the Sports Animal phone line. Star of TV and radio, back to back to back, New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year. KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega. What's up, my dude? Doing great, buddy. How are you guys? Peachy. Good, good. How can you expect me to go to the Raiders then when I'm on the clock? I can't fully enjoy it if I'm on the clock. And then that's the same tomorrow. I got a Lobo basketball game to watch. Ah, Bring the cameras. Do a story from the Raiders (laughs) den. That's the the story. Lobo basketball plays at the same time tomorrow. I'm going to be at the pit. While the Raiders are hopefully winding down a, a win in the playoffs. 
Speaking of the pit, thanks for showing up to the pit late when me and Fred went out to center court <laughs> to accept our award for greatest show of all time. <laughs> Fred tried to act like he didn't really, that, that wasn't that big a deal when he told me about it. And then as soon as he saw I wasn't there to see it, I got all kinds of texts from you guys. Uh, Why weren't you there? Yeah, I know. I'm proud of you guys, though. We feel like a, feel like a by the way, I'm, it's hyperbole. I'm kidding. We uh, accepted a partnership from UNM and the Sports Animal. We haven't won the best show of all time yet, but we're in the running. Like, the it's way. just it's just like a jilted lover. Like we act like we don't care, and then when you're not there, we have to give you the business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Brandon, catch me up on the world of high school basketball. Your boy is a week behind. I need this info. What's going on? Yeah, district games are right around the corner. That starts next week, and so we get to round out the final non-district week, at least in Albuquerque, with another tournament in the Hope Christian Tournament. That's always a fun one because you get, like, the Four Corners teams. You get Hot Springs. Uh, you get uh, Taos and, and, you know, great programs like that coming down to Albuquerque to play Hope Christian, St. Pius, and, and other schools that are in the field this year. West Las Vegas is in the, the field for the boys, uh, girls were not able to make it. So that's a tournament we've been covering since Thursday, and the semifinals are tonight. The championships will be tomorrow, so we'll have highlights of those on New Mexico game day tonight at 10.30 on KOB. And, and there's just a lot of non-district games uh, outside of those tournaments, too, going on. you got Volcano Vista girls in action who are still undefeated, the number one team in the state. Uh, you've got... Las Cruces and Volcano Vista boys both undefeated. Also, I can't forget Farmington girls are undefeated as well. I'm trying to keep track of all these teams that are off to really hot starts that we can expect to see in the state tournament come March. Are you kidding me, man? You got me shook. Taos, <laughs> Taos can ball? I didn't even think they wore shoes up there. <laughs> Taos is currently, I'm watching the live stream, Taos is up on Bloomfield 45-30 in the girls' Woo! semifinal. So Woo! they're looking like they're going to be in the championship tomorrow. So, so Brandon, for someone who isn't as well versed in the basketball, high school basketball scene here in the city, who are I, well? I'm not going to say well versed because I do know who the powerhouse teams are. Who are the, the the teams that we need to look out for that aren't basically the year in year out teams that win everything? Yeah, well, I just mentioned the undefeated teams so far in, in each rank. You got for the boys, Las Cruces and Volcano Vista, and then on the girls, defending champion Volcano Vista for the girls, undefeated, Farmington undefeated. Um, La Cueva, for both boys and girls, is a state contender for sure. Atrisco Heritage went to the finals in the Metro tournament, and they're a state championship contender, win healthy. And yeah, that's such a big what-if, and that's the, one of the biggest factors when you come to you know all the, the crazy COVID uh, tracing and and uh, the quarantine that's so strict right now when, when it comes to the Omicron variant. So, yeah, health is the big one. Everyone's trying to stay healthy, trying to keep everyone on the court. So, yeah, those are teams that come off the top of my dome. Uh, but uh, honestly, for the boys' side, when it comes to 5A and 4A, you can go five deep. When it comes to teams, I feel like can win a state title uh, in 4A, Highland, Espanola Valley, Del Norte. Those are the first three that come off the top of my head. Del Norte's the defending champ, but they lost – their, their front court, uh, but they got probably the best back court in the state in 4A when they're healthy. So, yeah, lots of great uh, uh, depth, I would say, in, in the big schools. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we'll, come March, you know, we'll get to see all of them play at the pit 
uh, for the second year. Well, actually, they, they have been able to play through the pit through the pandemic, but we'll get to see hopefully even bigger capacities at the pit. Uh, we saw some – I think it was maybe 50% capacity, 75%. I forget what, what number it was last year, but that's what we all look forward to when it comes to high school basketball. Come March, everyone from around the state is gathering at the pit. Friend of the show, friend in real life, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega joins us. Moving from high school basketball to college basketball, the Lobos men's play tomorrow in a switch-up game. Was supposed to play San Diego State. Now they got Boise State coming to town. At home in the pit, they should win this game. How do the Lobos avoid a trap game versus this Boise State team that they should beat? Yeah, the Lobos just have to get back to the identity that they had a week or two ago before conference play started, and, and that's sharing the ball, and that's uh, getting their great one-two punch in Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr. going and staying out of foul trouble. The, the biggest adjustment that they have is that they continue uh, to lose guys on the front court. You, you had Jethro Muscadine, uh, who's still recovering from that car accident, uh, transfer a few weeks ago, and then Emmanuel Quach, who was really coming into his own uh, under a new coaching staff, break his leg. So he's out. So, yeah, the guard play has to be great, and then they got to figure out how they're going to stay close in the, in the rebounding battles. Uh, Sebastian For- Forsling is, is certainly going to continue to see more minutes, so will so Bream a sec. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they've got some young, exciting players, but they're young. And they're still developing like a force link. So um, I think the guard play has to definitely carry the way when it comes to the, the men's team. Okay, uh, Brandon, I want to pivot to the to the women's team because they are knocking it out of the box. Um, I was looking at the schedule here, but they don't play Nevada, and we got a whole nother month until that happens. And they're the only two teams that are undefeated in the Mountain West. What's the probability that we get to that game in February? and they're both going to be still undefeated in conference play. If you ask head coach Mike Bradbury, he, he'd be biting his nails just to get another win on Saturday against Colorado State on the road. I mean, there is no real easy game in this conference. I mean, when you look at the last five games, they beat San Diego State by three. They beat UNLV by three. They beat Boise State for the first time on the road uh, since 2016 by four. It was really more of like a one-point game. Uh, I, I think it's possible, mm-hmm. but it's going to be really, really tough. They're, they're playing UNLV again. They're playing San Diego State again. They're playing Colorado State twice and Wyoming uh, again before they even get to Nevada. So uh, there are a lot of good teams in this conference. I think it would be very difficult to run the table, even just to get to the Nevada game um, by the time, uh, to stay undefeated by then. But, I mean, look, they've been a great uh, – Power six, I like to say, on that roster. They don't, they're not deep. The freshmen on their, on their team, uh, Mike Bradbury does not feel like they're ready to, to play any significant minutes. So that you've got the Dust Sisters, Roswell native, Jaden De La Serra is really uh, coming up uh, the last few weeks. He's the Mountain West Player of the Week, was a, a Player of the Year candidate heading into the season, but has just kind of struggled to, to really get it going. And now she's really on fire, coming off 19 points last night. Shaikel Magruder, I feel like, is the best big in the Mountain West right now. I mean, she's just playing out of her mind. A.T. Anderson, uh, Paula Reus is really the only young player on the team that's getting significant minutes and offensively is really uh, showcasing uh, she's, she's ready to play more minutes. So 
yeah, there's not a lot of depth in this team. We have to remember that. So I think running the table throughout the entire conference season is going to be tough, especially if you want to try to stay undefeated to get to Nevada. And in the NFL world, <laughs> your very own Las Vegas Raiders. That doesn't even sound right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Vegas Raiders overcame an absolutely insane year to defeat Robert Buck D. Gibson's beloved Los Angeles Chargers. That doesn't even sound right. In the last game of the year. <laughs> What do they do to pull off the upset against the young stalwarts in Cincinnati? You got to get to Joe Burrow. I think it's, it, that's where it starts. I mean, they did a pretty good job at getting the Justin Herbert, uh, who still put up great numbers mm-hmm. and, and you know still helped the Chargers score 32 points. But that's where it has to start for the Raiders. You got to get to the young, um, young gun in Joe Burrow just in his second year. Uh, setting records in the NFL. And if you can get to him, then you can really limit the amount of times he targets Jamar Chase, who's going to be the rookie of the year in the NFL offensively. So I can't wait to see that game. My best friend, Derek Woody, is a diehard Bengals fan. I'm a diehard Raiders fan. So we're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun texting back and forth. He lives in Kansas City. So, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And it's just a great lineup top to bottom. Brandon, so – we talked you you talked about the defensive side. I like the offense. So Waller, you know, he came back, he didn't really do too much. Do you think this is the game where we see the old Waller where he where Carr is connecting with Waller up and down the field and, and making things happen for him in Cincinnati? I think you can, especially if Josh Jacobs can go over hundred yards like he did against the Chargers. That really opened things up for Derek Carr to find Renfro and find Waller and and um, I think they, they, honestly, that receiving core is one of the one of the most underrated receiving cores because they don't have really any big names currently on that receiving core, and, and they've done very well, uh, especially situationally on third down, and and uh, even when they go on go for it on fourth. Uh, but yeah, if they can get Waller playing anywhere near the way he looked week one when he put up like thirty five points for my fantasy team <laughs> before, he, nice. and then he started to cool off. Um, yeah, they could get that kind of Darren Waller going on Saturday, then I think the Raiders look great to get a win in Cincinnati. The hardest working man in the business, working too hard to hang out with the boys at the Raiders' den at Bourbon and Boots. We'll see everyone else there, but we won't see you, apparently. What other stories you got coming up, Brandon? Give us a little preview, and uh, when and where can they find these stories? Yeah, Friday night's all about New Mexico game day for me, our our high school sports show that's been on since 1996. We got uh, highlights of the Hope Christian Tournament and, and other games around the Metro and, and outside of, of the Metro. Farmington girls basketball is in action tonight. They're still undefeated. Um, Cleveland boys basketball, the defending champion 5A, is our special guest. We had a great time visiting with them yesterday and looking forward to everyone seeing um, the footage we put together with that. It's always fun to, to go around to different cities in different uh, programs every single week for game day. So that's at 10.30 on KOB. So that's, that's the big one tonight, and we'll be covering Lobo basketball all weekend with the men and women's team, both, both in action on Saturday. We don't talk family on here too much because we don't like breaking that wall, but we do talk Julian on here. I got such a soft spot for your kiddo Julian, one of the cutest kids in the history of kids. How's Julian, and what's he into lately? He's doing great because – there's been some COVID issues at his daycare, so he's been at home a lot, 
and he he just loves dressing up in his Spider-Man costumes, Luigi costumes, and uh, and just having a ball all day long. I've been able to spend a lot of time with him the last few weeks with with the COVID issues at his school. So yeah, we're having a blast with him. We're trying to. He's only four, so we're trying to get him ready for probably kindergarten next year and uh, get some more schoolwork going at home. So yeah, he's a blast and. And, uh, you know, we're watching Marvel stuff nonstop. And, and uh, yeah, we're just having a time of our lives, man. He, he misses you. you got to come over and see him. Yeah, we got to spend some quality time together. I love that, kiddo. You can watch Mandalorian with him, but don't watch Boba Fett. It's wildly more adult than oh, yeah. Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. It sure is. Yeah, yeah, we need to watch the new episode. Oh, it's so good. Brandon, in the wise words of Betty White and whoever wrote the theme song to Golden Girls, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you for having me on, you guys. Have a great Friday, and uh, go Raiders on Saturday. Best in the biz, KOBTV's very own Brandon Ortega. When we come back, all pro and MVP talk. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Hey, friends of the show, we want to thank you for downloading the podcast. Two years in, and we wouldn't be here without you. To keep it going strong, we're going to need your five-star ratings and your reviews. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, give us a review or two. Here's what we're doing, loyal listener. We need your reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us get better by getting your constructive criticism and or complete hatred. After 100 reviews, we'll do a special show where we read your reviews back to you. Little Almond Brothers? You got it, man. Yeah, Good baby. stuff. Almond Brothers. What, what in the world's Mike? What, what is, what's Mike doing? I, I tune in. I'm when all I'm, over the place. Well, I tune in when I'm not here. It's just run the jewels this, run the jewels that. I get here, Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers and John Mayer. <laughs> yeah. Some Jason Mraz for you. It's like I'm going to teach Robert. <laughs> we got to pull up some RTJ in the 5 o'clock hour. Like I said, uh, Brandon Ortega is the nicest Raider fan that I've ever talked to. And like you said, he's just a nice guy all the way around. He's just the nicest everything. Yeah. He also just happens to be a Raiders fan. Do not hold it against him, loyal listener and fan. I just don't see him in the old school black hole. You can't see him like spike shoulder pads and (laughs) painted face and... I can see him there with his arms crossed with a, like a dry smile on his face. That's <laughs> okay. it. He's not right. extra loud. He's not dressed up. He's not. He's just there, suck, uh, just just soaking it all up. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I Nine. We start our days at the Y. We end our days at O'Neill's, and we spend our weekends at Electric Playhouse. We're going to put a pin in the MVP and All-Pro talk when we get a longer segment coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. But I wanted to propose this little idea. Early before the season, there was all types of Aaron Rodgers speculation. He's unhappy, doesn't want to be a Packer. Where is he going? And I think yesterday he just told us where he wants to go. He is endorsing his offensive coordinator, to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos, and he is endorsing his quarterback's coach to be the offensive coordinator at the Denver Broncos. So it sounds like to me, if he's not 
in the green and yellow. He's going to be in the mile-high city slinging the ball around in the high altitude. I agree. He's setting it up for himself. Um, But I'll say if they win the Super Bowl, they, as in the Packers, if they win the Super Bowl, he stays put. Think so? If he wins the Super Bowl, he can go. I don't care. Just bring me a Super Bowl championship. That's all I care. Fire. I like that. Fire. I agree with you on that one. You think so? I I agree with you on that one. Like, he already – he most likely – we'll talk about this next segment. In all likelihood, he will win the MVP and have his fourth MVP and one of two people to get back-to-back MVPs. So his legacy's set. He's in. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, no matter what. But where are the where are the rings? Bring them home. Yep. <laughs> needs rings. Needs some more rings. He needs at least one more ring to really be in the upper echelon. Because he's the statistical goat. Yeah. But he's nowhere close to Brady. His that other ring will take him above Favre. Oh yeah. Take I it. think if you're a if you're a quarterback in the NFL, don't you think you have more legitimacy? Or you legitimize your legacy when you win more than one Super Bowl. If you win two, that's to me you're a good, you're a great quarterback. Let me let me get one first, Mike. All right, the one. <laughs> let me get the first one. <laughs> Herbert's gonna get one in his career. He has to. He'll get one. Um, I'm just looking at what the the Broncos have to offer for Aaron Rodgers. It's gonna happen. Two first rounders, two second rounders. Yep. Throw Drew Locke in there, even though they won't. Have him as a nobody, quarterback. Nobody but. wants Drew Locke. <laughs> yeah, you got. I I can see it. If the yeah. Broncos give him a young offensive player, give him a young defensive player, two first, two seconds, yeah. might get the deal done. When we come back, five o'clock hour, All Pro and MVP talk. You're listening to Two Men On on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Next up to bat, your five-star review for Two Men On, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friend of the show, we need 100 reviews. Why 100? I don't know. Just do it. So whatever you listen to our show on, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, leave us a review. It goes a long way to help improve the show. Welcome back, Albuquerque. If it's quitting time, you're a nine to fiver, you're just walking away, you're just sitting down in your car, you're just popping in your earbuds. Never coming back. You just got to, you just, <laughs> you just joined us on Facebook Live. You want to see us in real life, join us at the Raiders Den tomorrow at Bourbon and Boots in the corner of 4th and Central as we will get loose tomorrow. The boys will be there. Just speaking of the Facebook Live, when Fred comes back, he's going to have to step his hair game up. I'm looking at us right now. This is this is immaculate. This is nice. Strong strong work here. Yeah, you got the mullet. Hair, look, the hairline's crisp. Fred, step your game up, man. So what what are you what's the official name of your haircut? Uh I you, have, you came straight here from the barber. I'll, every Friday. Every Friday straight from the barbershop. What is it? Fred, I have Fred no Friday. Clue. Yeah, yeah, the freshy, the freshy fresh, Friday. Fresh Friday? Yeah. Freshy Friday? Yeah. I like it. I don't even give uh, my barber a name. I, he, I just, do what you got to do. Make it presentable. It's not like a Mexican restaurant. You're like, I want the 13. Yeah, well, you know. I don't know, know what that is, but I, that's what I want. Well, you know, we do have those in the barbershop, the barbershop haircut chart, which I'm trying to make it on. 
Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> yes. You're going to get your hair I want there? my face, my, I'm, I need that side right there. Yeah. Oh, the little, like, yeah, that three quarter yeah. tilt. Yeah, where you okay. can see the that's what I, that's what I'm gunning for. That's one of my lifelong goals right there. If they let white people in there, they definitely need to get a picture of me on there. Oh yeah, what? You want to? You want to? <laughs> you you have to be. You, you came the, here. You came here for what? What? Hey, a mullet? They they will hook it up. Okay. They will hook it up. You get this one on the wall right there. That's the only one we know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our day at the YMCA, and we end our day at O'Neill's. And we spend every weekend at the Electric Playhouse. You taking a kid to the Electric Playhouse yet? No, not yet. You got to. Uh, I definitely will, though. You have to. I've heard nothing but great things. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal phone line. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal text line. Give us your hot takes. And we want to know why your team's going to win. Are you a Bucks fan? Are you an Eagles fan? Are you a Cowboys fan? Are you a Niners fan? Is your team still alive in the playoffs? Well, give us a call and tell us why. 505-246-0610. AP announced the All-Pro teams today. And I love looking at these every year and looking for snubs. Yes. But it seems like they got it exactly right this year. Who on this list stands out to you? Do you see any snubs? Do you see anybody that wasn't represented? And why are they all Chargers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go the first one, and I, t- I talked to you on the break. First team, tight end. Not saying Mark Andrews is not the man. Not saying he is basically not the entire receiving and air offense of the Ravens. Sure. But Kelsey, oh. He's a beast. Oh, my goodness. He's the best. Kelsey's the best in the biz. And I may be biased because I see him so much more being a Charger fan at least twice a year. That's the only one where I kind of like, hmm. But I can see why they went Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews had a huge year, and he bailed his team out a lot this year. I feel that Kelsey had – he missed a couple games due being banged up, and he didn't have the Travis Kelsey year. Still had a great year. Right. Any tight end in the league would trade their life for Travis Kelsey's life. There's no doubt about that. So second team for Travis Kelsey, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think, yeah, that might be it. I, well, I'm looking now. I'm looking at the second team. Two things that I – one is a Charger issue. Okay. And I'll go with that one second. But the first one is the second team receiver, Justin Jefferson. Okay. Love the guy. Killed it. I got to go with Debo there. I got to go with Debo just because he was like a Swiss Army knight. Rushing the ball, catching the ball. Sometimes they had him at quarterback too. I just have the votes pulled up. I don't have first team and second team. Okay. I, I just see the, the share of the 50 votes. Debo did get one more vote than Jefferson. Wow. So... Though that is very weird how they would place them. Right. 
Well, they and, gave it to Justin Jefferson. And good looking out to the rookie, Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah, that was a lot. Chimed in with nine votes. That's huge for a rookie. Yeah. Five players with all 50 votes. Jonathan Taylor. Duh. I, I, oh, hit me. I digress. I said this incorrectly. I've scrolled up, and I see Debo made first team. Okay. Sorry about that. So, yeah, there's three wide receivers. Devontae, Cooper Cup, Debo. I thought Debo got snubs. I just thought Devontae and Cooper were first team. Yeah, me too. Okay. Me too. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, uh, uh, which is crazy because they only have two wide receivers on the second team. There's three on the first and two on the second. And no one else got votes. Yeah. Only five receivers got votes. And on the second team, there's no running back. That's where my – It doesn't even have a running back. That's where I have a grievance. Because the obvious answer, Jonathan Taylor, got all 50 votes. Everything. So, technically, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts is the first and second team running back. (laughs) Well, that's how he played this year. He's going to be a tired-ass dude. (laughs) They could have gave one vote to Eckler, the touchdown machine. (laughs) A touchdown machine. There's a few people worthy of votes, but Jonathan Taylor, once Derrick Henry got hurt, there's no doubt in my mind that Jonathan Taylor should be the undisputed running back of the year, and you see that as he got all 50 votes. Deserved. Very much deserved. But I'm like you, though. I'm looking at the rest of this. It's spot on. Yeah, they nailed it. Offense and defense. First team wide receivers, Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup got all 50 votes. Yep. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I think a couple no-brainers here. T.J. Watt, yep. all 50 votes. Aaron Donald, all 50 votes. And they're going to get him for years to come yes. unless somebody just yes. comes in and yes. does something else. So I think those five are very deserving of sweeping all those votes. They both had monster years. T.J. Watt with his record-setting year, asterisked 17 games. Aaron Donald, which it's hard to go against an offensive playmaker but for me, as good or as better as Aaron Donald is than his peers, to me, he's the best player in football because he's such a game changer right. and he's so much more better than everyone else playing his position. Okay, so this brings me to a question because I do see the sensation Micah Parsons did not get unanimous votes. Do you think this is basically telling us he might not be defensive player of the year like a lot of people are saying, on top of being rookie of the year. Yeah, um, well, he he deserves unanimous rookie of the year. There's no doubt about that. But he's got to go against Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt. Yeah, man. For defensive MVP, and I don't. There, there's nothing wrong with third place for a rookie. <sighs> I, it's hard because those names are stalwarts, and it's going to take a lot to get them off their perch. I'm just saying there's a lot of talk. You know, he should be. And I've watched him play. The guy is amazing. So, you know, I'm with you. I don't see him winning defensive player of the year like a lot of people were pegging him to do it with those two guys there. Look, he stays healthy. He's going to have a chance of winning a bunch. Oh, yeah. Because as a rookie, he was far and away the linebacker of the year. Yeah. I mean, over stalwarts in the NFL, Darius Leonard. Oh, yeah. Um, Demario Davis, Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. I think if we're talking snubs, I think Roquan Smith 
not being the third-ranked linebacker behind Micah Parsons and Darius Leonard. That's a mild snub. Right. But he's still got his love. Bobby Wagner, as long as he suits up, he's, his name's going to be on this list. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs, yeah. second-year guy, might as well be a rookie. Got the most votes for a cornerback. And that's crazy seeing a young guy get more votes, albeit as only one more vote than Jalen Ramsey. Yes. I think Jalen Ramsey, far and away, is the best corner in the game. But Trayvon, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm Okay, Cowboys fans, don't, don't jump on my back or down my throat. I've been seeing too many Deion Sanders, Trayvon Diggs comparisons, but they're not going past the interceptions. Right. Got to look at the whole thing. He gave That's up what, the most yards yeah. of any corner in the league. Yeah. So, boomer bust, feast or famine, Trayvon deserves all the love. Yeah. I will say one thing. Ramsey, I think, doesn't play up to his potential, which is he's already just incredibly elite athlete. But the other thing is, too, is that Jair Alexander of the Packers had an incredible year last year, and I think he's one of the top two corners in the league, too, just as well. Yeah, Jair just missed too much time this yeah. year. Yeah, he missed he, so many games. He love. missed 10 games. Yep. So this leads me to my point. Uh-oh. In the quarterback position, out of 50 votes, Aaron Rodgers gets 34, Uh Tom Brady gets 16. Okay. So I don't know if you know this, but the same people with those 50 votes who vote for the All-Pro team also vote for MVP. So it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to get his fourth MVP and be a back-to-back MVP. As he should. As he should. As he should. He didn't. The MVP is an award for the regular season, and I think a lot of people, you know, I've heard I've heard the comments that, yeah, your boy Rodgers, beyond being a Packer fan like you, Van, yeah, he's great, but, I mean, he hasn't won any rings. Well, the thing is, this is about the regular season, the award. Correct. He's the highest-rated passer in the league, the, the best interception percentage by far. Oh, yeah. The best touchdown to interception percentage by far, and he has a running game this year. Yeah. So he didn't need to throw for 5,500 yards like Tom Brady. He just did what he needed to do to win games. And he doesn't have a lot of fourth-quarter garbage-time yards and touchdowns because he got his team up early and protected a lead. Yeah, handed the ball off. If you want to say, well, Tom Brady had so many more yards, it's because they were in more closer games. Their offense doesn't go through the ground. Aaron Rodgers was the highest-rated passer best touchdown percentage, best interception percentage, and I think it's well-deserved. And I'm not just being a Packers homer here. Well, the thing is, um, with Brady, a lot of people are putting a lot of emphasis on his age. That's the main number that people are hanging their hat on when it comes to Brady. Not saying that it's wrong, but it's taking a lot of precedent over everything and else. Do, do you think the writers the last two years, you know, they love Rodgers? Is there's Brady fatigue with the writers and the voting of this? Yeah, because they're probably like, ah, he's going to win the Super Bowl anyway. Sure. <laughs> Pretty much. I think it's happened historically where yeah. Brady deserved one and people are like, not this year. I think they got it right this year or will get it right. Well, I, th- I think they did it to Peyton Manning a lot too. Yeah, good point. Yep. yep. Just like my mullet, Antonio Brown just won't quit. <laughs> More idiocy talk when we come back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal boys help boys and you help us by giving us a five-star review wherever you check out the podcast
five-star ratings and reviews, Apple, iTunes, wherever you download the show. Hey there, friends of the show. We need your reviews. And once we get 100 of them, we're going to do a special one-off show where we read your reviews back to you. Positive, negative, constructive criticism, trolling, bring it. He was a bank machine. <laughs> I think that's the right one. Is it the right lyrics? Sound like to me. Welcome back to Dave and Buses Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our day every day at the YMCA, Y-M-C-A. and we end our day at O'Neill's, and we are partying every weekend at the Electric Playhouse. Speaking of John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, on the Sports Animal phone line right now, we have the man, the myth, the legend, John Lopez. What's happening, my dude? Gentlemen, 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 you know what? All I've got to say is just because the Pittsburgh Steelers made the playoffs doesn't mean you got to lock me out of the building, man. What <laughs> the all that about? <laughs> Hey, John, you know we love it when you're here in studio. We have so much fun, and we love everything that's going on in your world. Anything that we can support, we're in. Boys help boys, and we love helping helpers, and you are definitely a helper. Everything you do in the community, we actually always support. And it has nothing to do with you. We're not kicking you out of the studio. We got new Omicron regulations, baby. I love it. Well, I had Omicron. That's why I missed you guys last week because I was in quarantine. You know, I had the little sniffle, the little cough, the little sore throat. And, uh, you know, just got to stay at home for an extra couple of days, 12 days, even though CDC said five. And got back out of quarantine and time to rock and roll, guys. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good now. And I had it. I survived it for the second time. And uh, time to move forward in this world. Well, I'm glad you got a diet case of Omicron. I know a few people who've had it, and they haven't had it that bad, just like you described, some some mm-hmm. sniffles, some cold-like symptoms, and it was gone in a couple days. So I'm glad you and your family are healthy and safe. John, what is going on in the real estate world? What's the update? What do we need to hear? Man, I'm talking a tick and a tick. I'm telling you, this last two weeks while I was at home, I got blown up with people looking or, guess what, guess what, vacant land. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. Vacant land. I was getting calls off the chain for the last two weeks. Let's put it this way. I, uh, I represent a subdivision called Nature Point, just about 15 minutes from here, uh, towards Tejera. Gated community, two-acre properties, all beautiful. I hadn't shown a lot in the last three months of the last quarter of last year. I didn't show it one time. And in the last two weeks... I've had seven showings, and I've had three uh, lots sold immediately, and I keep getting calls on it. It's amazing. People know that the only way we're going to get through this low inventory challenge is to build our way out. So, John, that was going to be my question. Is the land, you know, coming in hot is the way it is now? Is it because they want to build actual homes on it, or is it just, you know, I want to own land, or...? Nope, it's all about building because if you want to go look at some homes, especially some of the higher-end homes, they're actually starting to see the value because we finally hit that point in our real estate market now. 
So let's give you a little bit of history right here. In 2002, you could build a beautiful home for about 500000 in the North Albuquerque Acres. But the houses for sale at the time were about 600000 So it just made sense. I can build what I want, get it done, and I'll actually save money. So then fast forward to 2010, and to build anything was going to cost 700 but the homes had dropped during that time just post-recession to 500 So the tables had turned, and you weren't able to really build. So all our contractors, all our subcontractors and landowners really kind of took a little bit of a beating because of that for the last 10 years. And it's been a full 10 years because, as you guys know, not only do I – uh, do real estate as a realtor, but I'm also a licensed contractor for the last 20 years, so I'm always building three to four customs for clients, and the last 10 years have been barely quiet, so that's ticking up. This year is going to be the year of building, not only building our community, not only building our, our business relations and our businesses in here, we're building houses for real. Joining us on the Sports Animal phone line, John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Unfortunately, not in his own studio today. <laughs> Got the rights to the studio, and we don't even let him in here. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> to, uh, to make I up- knew you guys were going to do that at some point. I'm just being honest here. When we started this whole agreement, I knew at some point you're going to say, hey, let's just not let John in. I get it. It's all right. <laughs> you know what? This John guy, we just can't let him in here anymore. That's, I mean, that's just all yep. there is to it. Hey, John, to, to make up for it, we're also, uh, as well as being on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal, we also have a Facebook live stream going right now, and I nice. picked the absolute sexiest picture of you I could nice. find on here. Dapper. You got a, <laughs> Dapper. You're leaning up against this marble table, you got this three-piece suit on, and you're making these bedroom eyes at the camera. <laughs> I can't even... I can't even make eye contact with this, brother. He looks like someone <laughs> off The Young and the Restless. I'm Ooh. telling you. It, it's there. Is that the picture that makes me look six foot four and a little taller than you, Fred? <laughs> I, I, I think so, man. Either <laughs> either you're going to run for mayor or get an award at the Latin Grammys. I'm not sure. Uh, I love it. Today I was, uh, I've got some new partners in town that I'm uh, strategizing. You guys are going to love this one because you guys are sports guys. And you guys are united, guys. Yeah. So today we just formalized a new partnership with, you know who Sergio Rivas is? Sure. He's yeah. the number one guy. You know, he's on all the billboards. So now he's become one of my new business partners. And we have one other third guy in there. And we're going to start building some speculation homes because we sat down and we looked at the market. And just what I'm telling you about new construction, these guys not only are professional athletes, but – they want to actually invest in New Mexico, and Sedio said, let's do this. So we're going to start building up two big specs up in Nature Point, and that's what we're working on today. So we got pro sports. we got new construction. we got real estate. we got Albuquerque flying off the handle, boys. I know you are uh, a member of this community, and you're passionate about Albuquerque and the Albuquerque area. You're always up to something in a nonprofit community. What do you got going on right now, John? Well, as you guys know, I'm going to start my new campaign this year because we just, uh, at this point, give you a quick update on Lucille. Um, she got her transplant. We raised money for her through the Love You ABQ Foundation, and now she's, you know, uh, recovering at home. We helped her out with some bills and some stuff with how the community came together uh, and actually donating to her GoFundMe page through Love You ABQ. 
So now I'm going to start a new campaign, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping all of you guys will help me kick it off within the next 30 days, and we're going to search for the next family, child, person who is going through a life battling altercation right now, and we could help as a community see if we can raise some funds for them. And I do this every year, and it's, and it's sad but rewarding because I'll put it on Facebook. I'll put everybody on say, hey, please recommend a family or somebody so we can review and see who we're going to put on our marketing billboards this year on our Love You ABQ. So we're going to kick that off in the next 30 days, guys, and hopefully we can get some uh, extra attention here through the radio, uh, the power of radio. Right, thank you so much for everything you knew, you do, John, and whatever you do, you know we got your back 100%. Um, John, I want to take a, a small pivot. You know I got you know I got to say something about your Steelers. Last time you I were, love it. Last time you were here, I believe their chances of getting into the playoffs was like .07%. <laughs> and you were like, "You know what? I don't okay. care what anybody says, they're going to make it." Yep. Now that they're in, are they going to make any noise? I know they're going to go up against the Chiefs. Do you feel like they're going to do anything to keep it going? You know what? Chiefs of 2021, I'd be nervous. Chiefs mm. of 2022, actually, I'm excited. Oh, you there know, we go. I, I know Ben has nothing to lose. And when Ben has nothing to lose, he's going to be relaxed. He's going to be out there. And when the pressure kicks on, I think he feels better under pressure, even though he's going to be loose and relaxed because he has nothing to lose. This is all icing on the cake for him. He thought his, his season was over, you know, a week ago. So I really think we have a good shot of, of making some noise, baby. The Pittsburgh Steelers on the road in Kansas City, the biggest underdogs in any matchup in wild card weekend. You said Big Ben is playing on house money. He has nothing to lose. He's the veteran. He's been there before. Do you see this Steeler team just throwing their hands in the air and saying, you know what, we don't care. We're playing on house money. We ain't got nothing to lose. Let's rally around our dude, support our dude, and pull off an upset? I, I think we've already done that, and I think we're going to continually do that. I swear I made the comment last week, I don't understand how we got into the playoffs because I don't remember <laughs> one game we won. I do not remember. I saw every single game, and I think we lost every game, and somehow we ended up with a decent record. And you guys saw the fact that got us in was as long as they did not tie. Something so odd, so outside the box, and it came to the last second and a (laughs) field goal, or else we would have not got it. This is ridiculous. So, yes, anything could happen at this point because everything has happened. So I got to say this. A lot of people aren't looking at what I think the real matchup of you guys' game is the coaching matchup. You got Andy Mm -hmm. Reid versus Mike Tomlin. I think that's not talked about enough. And I really think that Tomlin's done a great job with you guys' team, especially with all the injuries. And then, like you said, for them to eke into the playoffs, I'm (laughs) never going to look over a veteran coach that's won a Super Bowl so do you feel like this is more along the lines of two great coaches going against each other or are we just going to leave it on the field when it comes to Big Ben versus the Chiefs well I love that angle because when you put it in that perspective let's look at what we have on the field we have Tomlin we 
have Tomlin. Are you still there? Yep, yep we're here with you. I don't know what that sound was. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I think he's there? gone. Yeah, yep, we're here. There you go. You're back, you're back yeah, with us? Fred okay, was, here we go. Fred was calling me on... Fred was calling me on the other line from oh, Vegas. I didn't no. know he was not even around. How funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look at from that perspective, what I love about it is what do we really have? We have Tomlin and we have Big Ben. And we have years and years of experience, of patience, and wisdom that's going to lead guys like our big defense, that's going to lead our running backs and our receivers. I think we really have a recipe for success, you know, and next year when we get that new quarterback, as much as I love Big Ben, it's all going to come together like nobody's seen since, you know, 2004. But I really think there's a shot of doing some amazing things here because of the way you're looking at it, our coaching and our actual experience on the quarterback. I love a good upset, and I root for the upset every time, unless it's my Green Bay football Packers. John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate. Hey, man, thanks for calling in. Anything else you want to say before we let you go? Nope. All I want to say is Albuquerque, keep moving forward. Hashtag love you, ABQ, love you, ABQ.com, guys. Have a great day. Hey, talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, John. Later, boys. <laughs> That's the best dude right there. I need, a, I need his photographer, man. Uh, his, That's that, top notch. That, that is very sharp. Mostly because he's he's so damn handsome. That you, that goes a long way. Yeah. But also, that's a sweet fit, and yeah. that's a good photo. Yes. Thanks to John Lopez and everything he does for the community, and it's so cool that he is a friend of the show. When we get back, NFL talk, playoffs, baby. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are back. Happy Friday. Hope you have a good weekend. Tons of football. Three days of football. Two doubleheaders, then Monday night. First ever Monday night playoff game. Is, this, you, is this overkill, or do you like this idea? No, I love it. I was just going to ask you a question. Are you one of the people that are looking at this weekend, and you, you look at it one or two ways? It's like, oh, this is a lot of football. I can't wait. Or you're like, man, we're coming to the end. Are you one of those people? Nah, I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. I'm in the moment. No, I enjoy it. I want to be in the moment, see some good football, see some upset, see some big plays. The NFL is my addiction. Yes, big time. I'm just into it. Especially, you know, just whether you – I mean, there's no other league in pro sports that generates so much interest. Even if your team is not in it, you're still going to watch, right? You're still looking. Never going to go away from it. As a as a baseball junkie, I'm the same way with baseball, but it's few and far between these days. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of hardcore baseball fans around like me. Like, well, I'm I'm like, not I'm a hard a, I'm not a hardcore fan, but if the Dodgers are out, I'll still watch. You know, it, like if they're hap- if they're after the All Star break and not that great, I'll still watch baseball. I'm not like that with basketball, though. Okay, I'm not like that with the NBA, but NFL most definitely. Yeah, and NFL is it's more it's more palatable to the layman too you can know you could have more insight and more expertise than the average person in football than i think you can with baseball right baseball's for the junkies you know what i mean yeah so we're gonna get into nfl picks matchups all in the six o'clock hour 505-246-0610 hit us up on the sports animal phone line or the very same number it took me a long time to notice that it was the same number. 
505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal text line, too. Give us your hot takes about the wild card weekend. Call in in the 6 o'clock hour. Give us your picks. Give us your favorites. But I really want to hear Fanatic. Yeah. I want to hear you live and breathe silver and black. You live and breathe whatever that color the Buccaneers are. I want to hear you sell your team as hard as possible. 505-246-0610. And I got to hear this because my squad's not playing because we're the number one seed and we get a bye week. And we don't have, and we don't have to leave Green Bay. Doesn't that feel so good? Yes. Uh, I see you guys in the divisional round at home. I hope it's blow weather, too. Oh, man. For the teams that come up there. By the way, you look at a couple of teams. This is pretty interesting, especially for wild card week and the teams that got in. Cincinnati hasn't been to the playoffs since 2015. The Raiders haven't been there since 2016. The last two years, the Bills have been in the, the playoffs after not being there for over 20-some years. It's really neat to see some fresh blood in the, the younger quarterbacks that are just absolutely fantastic. So that's why I'm looking forward to this weekend too. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking this is the transition year. Like, think about it. We have not saying Rodgers is going to be gone, but Brady, that old guard is about to leave, and you're seeing the new guys come up. And I think we should get used to seeing these guys in the playoffs every single year. Uh, even though the Raiders are my number two team, I'm a closet Raiders fan. Always have been. They're my AFC squad. My favorite behind the Packers. I need to get an NFC. Man, squad. Joe Burrow though, he's yeah. the real deal, and he's like a cool guy with a big personality and a lot of fun. It's Wait. it's it's hard to root against the Bengals. They've stunk for so long, and they're so fun to watch. But I still want the Raiders to upset them. Makes everybody around him a better player. That's the greatness of quarterbacks. I don't care if it's quarterbacks, running backs. Robert, we were talking about this off-air a half hour ago about the fact that great players, you, you, you raise your level of play when you're playing, when you're playing around them. Right. Um, with Burrow, I was completely wrong. I was, the, I was one of those guys that was like, oh, look at all the great wide receivers and look at the running back that he has at LSU. I don't think this guy's going to be what they're saying he's going to be. Oh, shut me all the way up. <laughs> Rookie season. Dude. Shut up. <laughs> Just watch me work. The The new blood of quarterback in the league is awesome. You got all the rookies from this year. You got the second-year guys, Burrow and Herbert, all playing well. Lamar Jackson is still super young. Mm -hmm. Like like you mentioned, the old guard, your, your Brady's and your Rodgers. Yeah. Brady, ever since he sold his soul to the devil after he got that Uggs deal, He's going to play for a lot longer. I mean, he wants to be the undisputed goat, not just a football, but no. a sport. Yeah, yeah. Now, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of who it was. But years ago, after Brady's, like, second or third ring, like, people were talking about, like, hey, like, you're trying to climb the ladders of all-time quarterbacks. He's like, no, I'm going after Jordan. Like, I want to be the undisputed goat of to, all sports. To say that while you're still playing is crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. He's going after legacy, legacy of everything. Man. And, you know, when you, you, you look at the older guys who have been there all the time, is there more pressure on guys like Rodgers and Brady than maybe Stafford and Burrow? I don't think so. Well, I wouldn't even put Burrow in it. He's nah. still young. 
Stafford, most definitely. A lot of pressure on those shoulders. Stafford, he's up there. I wouldn't say Carr just because he's never played in a playoff game, but Stafford um, only because of what he's surrounded by and the expectations that he's had since going to the Rams. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Stafford, I think Stafford has the most pressure on him. Aaron Rodgers doesn't feel pressure whatsoever. He's, He's impervious. Yeah. Tom Brady has more rings, not than any other player. He has more rings than any other team. I was going to say, doesn't he, does he have more rings than a lot of quarterbacks have playoff wins? Yes. That's crazy. It's disgusting. Ugh. It's an embarrassment of Richards for this guy. Ugh. Six o'clock hour, all wild card talk. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. New year, same show. Overweight, finances in shambles, all that goes in the wash when you give us a five-star review. Need one more resolution to round out your year? Five-star ratings and reviews. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. Log into iTunes and review the show and leave any review that you want. And after 100 reviews, we'll do the show and review special. Hey, Fat Boy Slim, is that what this is? You got it. Hey. Yeah. This is the one where Christopher Walken was dancing around yeah. in the video, right? Iconic. I love Christopher Walken. Tomorrow, it's the NFL wild card. Ah, that's good. The Vegas Raiders. That's good. Going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. It's going to be a good game. I like it. It's nice. Hey, that's that's top notch right there. It's above average. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's, need, that's top. That's top. They need some work. Las Vegas Raiders travel to Cincinnati to play the young upstart Bengals. Do the Raiders? Have a chance against this high-powered Joe Burrow-led offense, Robert. I don't think so. If, if Bull, all right, go to break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, only because it's been so long since Cincinnati's done anything. That crowd is going to be going crazy. Yes, yes, they are. And it's going to be uh, – I, I, I just don't think uh, the Raiders will hold up to that type of pressure. And the weather, um, I think it'll be a blowout. So we've we've talked uh, the most about this game so far, knowing all these Raiders fans. Cincinnati minus six. Um, the Raiders have been proving people wrong all year. Yes. I picked the Raiders to play well this season but miss the playoffs. They kept beating teams they're supposed to lose to. They've been through hell and back this year, lost their coach, lost a player. Had some idiot flashing a gun on Snapchat. Had another player get a DWI. He's Mm -hmm. off the team. COVID, injuries, and then John Madden. Can the ghost of John Madden save the Raiders' season? Can they keep it alive for one more week? Can we have one more Raiders' den at Bourbon and Boots this year? (laughs) Well, if you put it that way. (laughs) Uh, so they, here's the thing: they've got nothing to lose. They got Not nothing to lose. Not at all. House money. I got a quick question. You guys think uh, either way? Do they, do they keep their interim coach? Do, does he become the 
the head coach? It has. It's yes to me right now. It has a feel of he's done well. They're going to keep him. He's part of that regime. And and what did John Gruden do anyways? He's just like a figurehead, right? He's not like a coach coach. Yeah. He doesn't do yeah. a lot of X's and O's. No. Your assistants are pretty much the the position coaches are pretty much your your real coaches to the the other groups in the team. That's right. Okay, officially. Buck, you got the Bengals. I got the Bengals. Vital. I'm not sold on the Bengals. I think they're a year away from from being like another Buffalo Bills type team where they get to contend. Not this year. I like the Raiders. Nothing to lose. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. The ghost of John Madden hangs heavy over the Raiders. They're going to get a couple good bounces. They're going to get a couple turnovers. It's going to be a close game. And then in the fourth quarter, <laughs> here come the Raiders. <laughs> Give me the silver and black and the points, baby. One more Raiders den at Bourbon and Boots on the corner of Central and Fourth next week. Find me tomorrow and find me a week from now when the Raiders are victorious and move on. I, I sometimes I get I you know I get a couple of texts during the show from my friends and they're like you got to be nuts teams like the Raiders the Steelers they don't have a chance but you know what you can play loose and the thing is you don't squander any chance you do when you do get to the playoffs man I I think you take the, advantage of it if you're a team that's just on the edge there look Mojo is real like yeah. I don't Joe Burrow don't scare. Joe Burrow is not afraid of this moment. A lot of people talk about they're a young team. They don't. They haven't been there before. They don't know how to act. And it's just like in the baseball playoffs. The younger and dumber you are, the less you care. It doesn't matter if you haven't been there before. You you don't care. Yeah. How do you know how to react if you've never been there? I also think it's a lot of people look at the whole season. It's not that. It's who's hot now. Sure. Who's playing well now? Both of those teams are playing well. It's just being in Cincinnati, that crowd, I know it's going to be crazy. It's going to be bonkers. Yeah. I think the ghost of John Madden gives them a couple bounces. A ball's going to fly out of somebody's hand. It's the ghost. (laughs) They can't do it. They just can't Mm -hmm. do it. Uh, The Bengals are going to be good for a long time. I like the Bengals. I'm going to root for the Bengals. I'm probably going to take Joe Burrow with my first pick in fantasy next year because he's going to throw for 8,000 yards. So give me the Raiders and the points. Tomorrow's night game, mm. another ice bowl. Mm. I know you remember the last one. Oh, yeah. Where the Patriots ran and ran and ran and ran and ran yeah. and blitzed and blitzed and blitzed and blitzed and kept the Bills' offense under wraps. Matt Jones threw three, count them, three passes in that last game, and <laughs> the weather unreal. is supposed to be the Ooh. exactly the same. Oh yeah, yes. I never, I never go against a Belichick coach team in the postseason. I don't care how what lack of talent they got on their team. I know Mac Jones is in Herbert, you know, but I don't go against the uh, you know the the Lombardi of our times. I'm I'm going with New England as well for two reasons. One, their defense. Two, I'm looking at Allen, how he's played in cold weather games, and it hasn't been great. So I put those two together, Belichick, New England, for the win. You know, Buffalo, you're supposed to be a cold weather team. 
you're a hard team. You got to play good defense. You got to run the ball. You got to represent the vibe of Buffalo, like the Steelers have represented Pittsburgh for this long time. The best thing the Bills could do for their long-term success is put a roof over that stadium, oh, real. so Josh Allen can ball out. Yes, this weather, this playoff weather, he's going to have to deal with his whole career, is just going to keep him under wraps. It's hurting him. Yep. It helps the defense. It helps the running game. But you got a dynamic, explosive quarterback. You got to let him go crazy. You got to let him run wild. And this weather, you just can't do that. That's his problem, though. He he throws wild. I mean, his accuracy. That's how, when they lost last year in the AFC Championship. Yeah. He was not accurate. I could be wrong, but he's if he can control that, minimize those turnovers that they had last year, I think he'll they'll be okay. But I don't see it in tomorrow. Buffalo is a four-point favorite at home, and usually the home team is worth about three points. So that means Vegas sees Buffalo at a neutral site, a one-point favorite. Mm. And I agree with them. Uh, I would not bet on this game because I think it's going to be within a field goal. It's going to be super close. Um, Division rivals, too. Yeah, and the over-under is 43-and-a-half. Oh, no. And I think even (laughs) with the weather, even with that low over-under, I still think it's under. Yeah. I think it's like 17-14. Oh, yeah, most definitely. 13-11, something super low. Oh, I like the 11. I like the 11. (laughs) Right? So I got Bills. Yes. I got the Bills. Um, I think they're the better team. I think – Matt Jones has not played well. When the the Patriots were on that winning streak, he played very well, very efficient, didn't turn the ball over. But the last six games, he's had more than a turnover a game. Unlike Joe Burrow, I think Matt Jones might shrink in the moment. It's the playoffs. It's on the road. So give me the bills. I wouldn't bet on this one, but give me the bills. I just, Josh Allen's too good. He's too good. I like the Buffalo. I like Buffalo's defense. Mm-hmm. I think Zach Moss is going to come in healthier. So they got a three-headed monster at running back. So I mean, in the Patriots, they already played their cards right. They showed Buffalo what they're going to do in this type of weather, so Buffalo can prepare for it and then go by their original game plan as well. You don't think Belichick has something up his sleeve though? He always, always, does. man. And he doesn't even have sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> The muscle shirt hoodie. He's got something, <laughs> he's got something under his cutoff sleeve. Yeah, he have his guns out. Yeah, give me the Bills. Give me the Raiders. I like the Raiders in the points for sure. I think the Raiders in the points is a good bet. Cincinnati's a young team. Yeah. They're hungry. They're talented. But, man, John Madden. That's real, man. It is. That's real. It is. It is real. Well, you guys are right, though. It's the first time in years, you know, Cincinnati has had playoff football in their home stadium. Yeah. And they they were on pace to miss. They had to win some big games down the stretch. Did you think they were going to win the AFC North? Come on. No. I I, I didn't. I had had them making the playoffs, though. Uh, Yeah, I had the Ravens winning the North. I, I had the Browns. Oh, really? I did, just because of what they did off of last year. I had the Browns. Yep. The um, Browns also disappointed me. I had three teams going to the playoffs in that division. Yeah. All right. Eagles, Bucks, Niners, Cowboys when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the 
sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. We talking football. Wild card weekend. Who you got? Who's your squad? 505-246-0610. Call in and rep your boys. Let me know how they're going to win, how much they're going to win by. We want fanatic. Yes. I don't want a fan to call in. I want a fanatic. Put us in our place. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why you're right. Yeah. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days at O'Neill's. And we spend every weekend at the Electric Playhouse. Okay. (laughs) The early game on Sunday, 11 o'clock Mountain Time kickoff. A team who just barely eked in. The Philadelphia Eagles travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Congratulations, you made it in. This is what you win. (laughs) Buccaneers at home, eight and a half point favorites. That seems low to me. Super low. Seems very low to me. I think the only way that happens is if super producer Mike Vital popped his head in the studio and was talking about this during the break, is if the number one run offense of the Philadelphia Eagles can shove it down the throats of the almost worst run defense in the league of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, eat a bunch of clock, keep Tommy Boy off the field, but I still think Tampa Bay is just going to demolish them. Me too. Eight and a half points. I don't see how Vegas sees it this way. Yeah. I expected more of a spread that looks like Steelers and Chiefs. Twelve and a half, thirteen and a half. Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Vital, who do you got? What do you see happening? Well, it was, it was nice knowing you, Eagles, with the time that you did have. I think the uh, Buccaneers... Still got that swagger. I think they're even though they're missing pieces because of injuries or whatever, but uh, I think that they you know they win that game. Agreed. Uh, I think Tom once again has manufactured some kind of chip on his shoulder, like he has no rings. Motivation. Yeah, uh, you know he's got receivers that are out. I just will never pick a quarterback that's never been to the playoffs against Tom Brady. And I believe that's the case, right? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Good yeah. point. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Give me the Bucks big. I got the Bucks big as well, and I am going to bet on this game this weekend. A okay. modest, fair amount. Right. You know, you don't gamble with more than you could lose. There you go. But I'm going to buy the Buccaneers up to 13 and a half points. I don't think the Eagles can stop the offense, so I'm buying – the Buccaneers from eight and a half all the way up to 13 and a half and getting some really good odds there. The Eagles have not beat a winning team all year. (laughs) There we go. And I'm not speaking in hyperbole. I mean, literally for real, they cannot beat a good team. Let's run down the teams. They lost to this. Okay. They lost to the Niners. Okay. Okay. Only by six points, but they lost to the Niners playoff team right 
lost to Dallas by 20 points, playoff team. Mm-hmm. Lost to Kansas City by 12 points, playoff team. I'm seeing a theme here. Rematch <laughs> of the game against Tampa Bay. Lost to Tampa Bay, six points. Another playoff team, the Las Vegas Raiders, lost by 11. So they're just losing by double digits, and, too. And almost playoff team, your Los Angeles Chargers, yeah. lost to that good team. Every good team they've played, they yeah. lost to, except for New Orleans. And no, you said and, good teams. Yeah. And so they missed the playoffs. So let's not count them. But that's the best team they want, They beat all year was the New Orleans Saints. And I also think once the oh, Bucks, of, get- of course, sorry. Last week, lost to Dallas yeah. again. Yeah, by like well, 25 yeah. points. I just think once Tampa gets ahead, the game's over. Once they make Hurts try to throw the ball to stay in the game, or it's, it's a wrap. And they it's couldn't done. even beat a good team in the preseason either. <laughs> they lost to Pittsburgh and New England. In the, not, not that it matters, yeah. but they lost to two playoff teams in the preseason too. Yeah. So I got an easy one here for Tampa Bay. Yep. Snoozer. Hey, I'll be rooting for the Eagles, though. Your boy likes an upset. Just I always root for the underdog. Entertainment purposes. Jalen Hurts is fun to watch. That's wild card. There's always a there's always an upset or two in the first weekend, right? There's always one, yeah. right? I think it's the next game. <laughs> and in the afternoon game. This is where I think it's happening. This is the coolest matchup in a long time. Oh yeah. This is really cool. They haven't met in the playoffs since nineteen ninety five. Just barely sneaking in, just like the Eagles in the last week, the San Francisco 49ers visit the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. in a matchup of the vintage retro variety. Yeah. They should just wear those old uniforms. God, wouldn't that be sweet? Oh. If they both wore the old school uniforms? Yeah, from oh, that year. Oh, my gosh. Yes. If experience an erection longer than four hours, please go to the hospital. <laughs> I'm so excited for this game. I am too, and I don't have a, a, a horse in the race, but I'm definitely watching. I don't understand why this isn't the primetime game, but isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, still, I mean, it's yeah. it's Sunday afternoon. It's yeah. Niners Cowboys. Like that's that's the best spot to get most people watching for football fandom. Well, I put it to you this way: I like this announcing crew better than the Sunday night announcing crew. So that's a that's a plus for me personally. If you are watching us on Facebook Live and uh, check out all of our social media, I kind of think I'm funny on Instagram. We are at TalkABQ. That is at all lowercase T-A-L-K-A-B-Q. Or look up Facebook or look up Instagram and just search Two Men On and you could find our pages. We are streaming this radio show right now on Facebook Live. And if you are only listening to the show right now, spoiler alert, my Facebook Live name is Debo Vanuel. (laughs) And Debo is very hungry. Oh, man. And Debo on Sunday is going to eat. I see 10 receptions, 10 carries, multiple touchdowns, multiple big plays, If they want, he can return punts. If they want, he can return kicks. He does it all. He's the best. He's one of the best Swiss Army knives 
I've seen in the NFL in years. Yep. You can't you can't count Taysom Hill because he also plays quarterback. But to a certain extent, so does Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. I think Debo is unstoppable, and except for I mean, what do you, what are you going to do to Debo? You going to put Micah Parsons on him as a spy? No. Every single play, all game. Yeah, and that's going to no. open up so much. Exactly. Hello, Kittle. So all you got to do, <laughs> it, you, what are you going to do? You're going to put your best player on him? Yeah. You're going to double team him? You know Shanahan, an offensive genius, has every single option covered. Yeah. So. I have a feeling you're about to upset a lot of people, Van. Sorry, Cowboys fan. Uh-oh. Football is better when the Cowboys are doing good. Congratulations on your season, Cowboys fan. Debo and the 49ers are coming to town, and you are going to get upset. Woo! There it is. There it is, Mike. Dallas is a three-point favorite at home. 100,000 Cowboys fans are going to (laughs) cry into their (laughs) 10-gallon hat as the visiting 49ers run back the clock. Look here. And go back to their 90s domination and upset Dallas. Dallas has a better record than San Francisco, has a better offense (laughs) and defense in San Francisco, but I'm sorry. San Francisco's getting healthy at the right time, and the Cowboys have a 100,000-person stadium, and they're only three-point favorites. That is insane to me. Yeah. That means neutral site. It's a pick'em game. Yep. And in this pick'em game, I'm taking the Niners. I just well, want to who say, you got? I just want to say this. The comment section is blowing up. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I see a lot of red emoji faces. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's going to get a little bit more hectic because I'm going to agree with you. Woo! Here's, Buddy. here's why. Pour it on. Here's why. And I'm gonna go I'm gonna stay away from the Cowboy fans because that usually is the reason why pick, people pick against the Cowboys. Sure. I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier. It's about who's playing best now. The 49ers, they've been under the radar. They've been under the radar. Not too many people have been talking about them. A lot of people don't even know who Debo Samuels is, which is right. crazy. Right. I'm gonna go this way. If the Cowboys don't get out to a big lead early, they're done. Because guess who has all the pressure on them? Yep. The Cowboys. Always the expectations starting with Jerry Jones. The Cowboys. Yep. If that game by at halftime is close, hang it up. It's gonna it's gonna bust the pipes. So I'm gonna go with the 49ers in a close one. (laughs) And if and it's not gonna be high scoring. I got it like 23, 20, 27, 24. That's it. Look, man, we're thinking the exact same thing. Niners Cowboys over under is 50 and a half. Mm. So 27, 24 hits the over. Yeah. So it's got to be real low scoring. Yeah. Vegas doesn't see a high scoring game either. I don't. I wouldn't bet the over under on this because it's a, it's a big player two away yep. from hitting the over. But I think it's going to be rough. It's going to be back and forth. But look, the Niners have a really good roster. And the only reason I didn't pick them to do well this year is because they got so many people on that team that are built like me, just made out of porcelain and silly string. <laughs> Everybody on the Niners roster is just porcelain and silly string. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. They're all healthy right now. Here we go. All their big playmakers are healthy right now. 
All their defensive players are healthy right now. And that roster, a healthy Niners roster, I think is as good or better as the Cowboys. And they're getting hot at the right time. They're playing well at the right time. This is the game that I think Mike was describing when he was talking about the Eagles-Buccaneers. I think the 49ers are going to be the ones running the ball, trying to keep the the ball away from that uh, Dallas offense. Sure. I'm sure. telling you, when it gets when it's tight, ooh, and I, and I got when it gets tight. I just want to see what the Cowboys are going to do. I don't think they're going to have it in them. That's a good point. It's a tough matchup for the Cowboys in that for the fact that we've seen that when healthy and uh, they they can get, the Forty ers can control the line of scrimmage. You got Bosa on one side of that defensive line. That's going to be tough to stop. Mm-hmm. And then you got an offensive line that's got a physical run game, San Francisco. Yes. And that goes kind of against what Dallas does. They got an incredible defense. They won twelve games this year. No doubt, but have they been able to establish the run? There and we that, go. And there you go, and that's the question. And have you noticed, Robert, the last couple of weeks, or Van, the Cowboy receivers have dropped a lot of passes. Even though they blew out Philadelphia, they wanted mm-hmm. to let everyone know, hey, Well, we're they blew back. out Philadelphia's second and third stringers. Right. Yeah, let's make yeah. that clear. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, I, I it's, it's it's a rough matchup because the, the 49ers play real physical, yep. and the Cowboys don't play as physical, but they got to get that offense going to win. How much is a Bitcoin worth right now? Somebody's in the chat I trying to that. bet me a Bitcoin <laughs> on the Cowboys. They're like like forty five grand a piece, yeah. right? I think it's fifty or something. This guy doesn't know what I do for a living. Not a half one, but a is, whole one. A whole Bitcoin. Yeah. Like forty five grand. Look, it's so much out of my pay grade, I don't even look it up. I'll bet you thirty <laughs> bucks, dog. I got thirty bucks. So you guys are going for the Niners, I'm going for the Cowboys. Here we okay. Go. Vital, the voice of reason. There we go. Here we go. They're favorites. They're favorites for a reason, man. So it's going to be a great game. Smart money is on Dallas. It's only a three point spread. They have a better record, better offense, allegedly better defense. But man, Niners are healthy at the right time. Yeah, man. They got the playmakers. And if you can't tell by my uh, name on the interwebs, Debo Vanuel, <laughs> I'm a big Debo homer, and I'll be cheering for him. But it's going to be a great game regardless, right? Oh, yeah. 49ers-Cowboys in the playoffs. Oh, you kidding me? It's going to be crazy. You know how much how much drool just leaked out of Roger Goodell and the rest of the NFL's mouth when they saw <laughs> those two teams come together Dang. in the seedings? Like I said. It's beautiful. We need that, that Pat Summerall and we need that John Madden. We need both of those holograms somehow. Give us a drive. I need, I need them to give us a drive from the booth. More, more, more two men on a 95.9 FM, Sports Animal. Once again, I am asking for your five-star reviews. Five-star ratings and reviews. Apple, iTunes, wherever you download your podcast. Hey, friends of the show, we're looking for reviews. Leave us what you like. Leave us what you hate. Heck, leave your favorite song lyrics. Whenever we get a hundred of them, we will do the show in review, where we break down every review of the show and we give your opinion. Did you hear us roasting Dave Matthews earlier this week? No, I didn't. That was a good one. Yeah? Yeah. Fred got in on it? Yeah. Don't assume by his style and fashion that he's a Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> it'd be easy to it'd be easy to make that mistake. That's why I was like, he was in on that? What? 
Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days at O'Neill's. And every weekend, we get down at Electric Playhouse. So we wrapped up the first four games. Now... We got the Sunday night game and the first ever playoff Monday night football game, which I think was smart. Very smart. I think it was a smart move. It's a smart play. So let's do the Sunday night first. The just snuck in Pittsburgh Steelers, thanks to your losers, <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. I would have preferred analytic. But I'll take losers. Okay. <laughs> Not my words, but totally my words. Travel to Kansas City to get absolutely demolished yeah. by what I consider to be the best team in the AFC. Sorry, Tennessee fan. Kansas City is back. Kansas City, besides Hilaire, is healthy. Vital. Do the Steelers have any chance whatsoever, not only of winning, but beating the spread? Well, there's a lot of disadvantages they face in this game, and it's a tough game to play in, especially with the home crowd there in KC. Um, it's going to be cold. Um, I, I saw Ben, even though they won last week, the two winning catches that the Steelers had were like for only four or five yards, so he can't throw more than that. That's going to be tough. I think they got to get that run game going with Najee, and I think if they can get that going, that'll at least help them. But here's the key, I think, where they can maybe cause problems if they can get a consistent and a, and a blitzing pass rush on Mahomes. Otherwise, it's going to be a long day because, to me, Kansas City is a complete team. They're too good. Yes, I agree. This Look, I know we've had, we had John on. We had Mailman on. Sounded great. Great Steelers fans. Let's just be real. Let's bring them back to earth. This game's going to be over at halftime. Done. It's over. I don't want to – look, Ben, I think he, he overachieved these last couple of weeks. We're about to see what they really are, especially against this team. Love Tomlin. Roethlisberger's done and what he can do. But this is the game where the Chiefs are going to let people know, hey, you were talking noise about us earlier, now look at us. And they're going to establish dominance. I don't see – I see them winning by the spread and some. It's just going to be ugly. Chiefs are, by a lot. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> and we did not let them off the hook this time. Yeah. You play to win the game. Yeah. I, got, I got Kansas City easy. Yeah. Like, I could see scenarios where the Steelers can keep it close. You got to get a turnover. You got to get the turnovers. ground game. Yeah. yeah, a lot of turnovers. But that's what exactly what the Chiefs' defense is going to do. They're going to bring their safeties in. They're going to put seven or eight men in the box. They're going to protect against the short passes, yeah. and they're going to try to stop the run. And the Steelers, you know, Big Ben for all his successes, he's a historical great quarterback, first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, I think him. Last week, sneaking into the playoffs, winning his last two games. Yeah. That's him riding off into the sunset. Yeah. And this is just bonus. 
I mean, this is just bonus time, playing on house money, go out with the boys, have fun one more time, and get demolished, which I think is the best roster in the league, the best team in the AFC. And I'm sorry, Big Ben, but this is it for you. Yeah, they should have at least brought A.B. back. I don't know, just to make it even more interesting. (laughs) But it's still going to be a blowout. The Chiefs got a healthy, still young, number four wide receiver of Josh Gordon. (laughs) They're so stacked. Man. Flash Gordon doesn't even play on this team. Yeah. What if they've been saving him for this exact moment? He's been getting healthy all year, learning the playbook all year, getting in touch with Patrick Mahomes during practice, and they unleash him? Because everyone's going to have eyes on Tyreek Hill. Everyone's going to have eyes on Travis Kelsey. Like, you know there's going to be a double team or a spy on one of those two guys every single play. That's where they have, what's his name? Miko Hardiman? That guy. Mikol. Mikol. Yeah. Mikol. He's just as fast as the cheat. It's like, come on, man. This is, nah. They're loaded. Yeah, this is this isn't fair. They're loaded except for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, which he is replaceable. Williams. He's Williams been doing the, Williams been doing the job. Williams been doing it all year. He's been doing just fine. So that's not that much of a deficit. Man, I just think it's just gonna be an easy day for the Chiefs. Yeah, that's why I don't see why they put this game as a primetime game. And look, everybody, guess who I'm gonna be cheering for? The underdog. The, the Steelers. I wanna see it, even though I picked the Chiefs at the beginning of the year to win the Super Bowl, even though I've been saying all year, watch out for the Chiefs. This is just a phase. They're playing really good football at the right time. They're healthy at the right time, and they are very good. Only way the Steelers win this game, and I don't even like to say this, but it's the truth, if if Mahomes get hurt, sure, that's the only way I see them not winning the game but having a chance to win the game. I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. All right. We all got the Chiefs. Vital, do you even think the Steelers beat the spread? Uh, no. Nope. Okay. No. Not at all. So we're unanimous. This is the only one we're unanimous on. Yeah. And my favorite idea of this football season is a Monday wild card game. Yes. In between division rifles and new SoFi Stadium, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals travel to Los Angeles to play the Matthew Stafford-led Rams. Mm. Matthew Stafford is in the playoffs? What? (laughs) What? He was three times with the Lions, but he went 0 for 3. Of course he did. Yeah. Matthew Stafford, this is the best team Matthew Stafford has ever played on. Yes, by far. Most talented wide receiver core Matthew Stafford has ever had. The best offensive line Matthew Stafford has ever had. The Rams haven't played Ram-like. They came out at the beginning of the year looking like the best team in the league, mm-hmm. and they've had their stumbles throughout the year. And while I am a Kyler Murray fan, my parents live in Arizona, they're Cardinal fans, Uh-oh. I'm rooting for a good game, and I would like to see an upset as usual. The Rams are good. I'm sorry, everyone. Have all the doubts you want. Hate on Matthew Stafford all you want. He's never had a team like this before in the playoffs. I like the Rams 
You got Vaughn Miller as an addition. They got a, a Weddle. They pulled him out of retirement to oh, play. Man, this oh, the Rams have the best defensive lineman in the league. Yeah. Maybe Aaron the Donald, best player yeah. in the league. Uh-huh. They got the best corner in the league. Uh-huh. He's a little bit past his prime, now but they, they got, got a Hall of Fame linebacker in Vaughn Miller. They got Akers who's healthy again. Akers is back. They get to unleash him. And Stafford. Turnovers. That's the difference. If he gets off to a slow start and has a turnover problem, they're pretty much over. I agree. I, I like the Rams. I like the Rams easily. I like the Rams. I'm rooting. Too. I'm rooting for the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are on the way up. If they get a couple acquisitions this next off season, they might win the West next year. But yeah, I mean, how do you see, how do you see this playing out? I, I gotta disagree with you, fellas. All right, I gotta disagree. Um. Only because it is Matt Stafford. <laughs> okay, you just can't. You just can't believe. I, I can't do it. Like this guy, we can't gloss over how he played these last few games, which was not great. Not great. But those were not great teams. The Cardinals, and they are a division rival, so it doesn't matter where they play. I'm going Cardinals. I see what you said in here, a uh, friend of the show, Brendan. People forget they have been a road team all year. Yep. The playoffs, you see, everybody's even. Um, I just – and Kyler Murray, oh, man. Also, I got to say this, does does he get his number one receiver back? I believe that that he does. It's still up in the air. Hopkins. That's huge. If if Hopkins can walk, he's going to play. A.J. Green isn't a number one anymore. not at all. He's a great number two. Not at all. Um, But the player that I think – that pushes this game over is the running back for the Cardinals that used to be the Steelers running back. Connor. Connor. Connor, People have not talked about this guy all year. I love what he's been doing. Not he's on this team. He's been catching the ball, which is something that he didn't do in, in the Steelers uh, uniform. I'm picking the Cardinals and I'm picking it to be a close game. Um, I, I just, it's just something about the Rams to Hollywood, too many big names, I don't think that ever works um, in the NFL, so I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Okay. I, I, I don't hate that pick at all. This is a game That's that a I wouldn't pick. bet on. I wouldn't put any money on it, know. but I just think that the, the Rams are just too talented. I also say this is the game of the week. Game of the weekend. Real Over Cowboys Niners? Yeah. Yep. By the the product that's going to be on the field, exactly. Okay, not the, not the hype, not the the, the nostalgia, but just okay. if you're just looking at the game, I think this is the game of the weekend. And, and Kyler Murray's first playoff game in his there, history, so there that's we go. going to be interesting to see how well he does. I think he'll do well enough, but the experience factor, I side with L.A. Yeah, J.J. Watt's back. Ah. The shell of J.J. Watt? He's, they just put him on the Rams because everybody else went to the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I, and also, Weddle, man, don't get me started on Weddle. That's kind of desperate. Yeah, man. Isn't that kind of desperate move by them? Right? That, and I know they need somebody, but. That actually might hurt them. Let's be real. That might hurt them. If he gets on the field in crunch time, that ma- 37 years old, hasn't played. Come on, this isn't the NBA where that might can fly. Not in football. <laughs> I don't think they're going to put a lot of emphasis on him, though. He's going to do a lot of third down stuff. I agree. But those are the crunch downs. I think that might – it only takes about two or three, four plays. If he's out there on the third down, oof. We forgot to assign a varsity. <sighs> so I guess in a commercial break, we're going to pick out a varsity and Figure. do a varsity. Figure it out.
More Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Last segment of the program. Robert, you're just saying like how this three-hour show flew by today. Just me and you talking sports, talking yeah. sports-adjacent content. Bro. And I, it flew by so fast, we didn't assign a varsity. Right. Yeah. I feel like I just sat down and was adjusting the camera to make sure it got my full hairline in here. And <laughs> in, the, in the text line, we're talking smack about some of our wild card weekend picks. And uh, we got a bet going on the Dallas-San Francisco wild card game. I took San Fran and friend of the show, friend in real life, Chasen, wants to bet on the Cowboys. So he's going to bet his Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card Woo! versus two of my Jeff Bagwell no. rookie cards. Ugh. Yeah. Is this is this so our childhoods are on the line right now? Is this recorded, Mike? Like, are we? <laughs> Everything is what, recorded. What's the timestamp? We're we're uh, men of honor. We're five fifty. We're men of character. <laughs> My bad. Six fifty, not five fifty. Six fifty. Remember this time. Yeah. Oh man. Also, shout out to Chasen and Brendan having a lot of fun in the text line on oh, yeah. Facebook Live today on the show. Thanks again to the callers, Lenny and Mailman today. You know, honestly, I thought we'd have a few more callers in the 6 o'clock hour. Well, we talked about... I guess people, it's Friday, people are having happy hour, people are at dinner. You're going to say that. I just don't think people want to be on record. See, I was going to get to that. (laughs) People don't want to be on record on the show and get put on blast on Monday. And when they call again, you're like, hey! Uh, Hey, remember what you said? Huh? Remember? No. Remember back in January? Because they won't call until March. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm writing all this down. Yep. And thank you to you for hanging out for three hours. Hey, man, this is the, the funnest times. This isn't, this isn't work at all. Thanks to Michael Vital, super producer behind the glass. No doubt. Always a pleasure when the best in the biz is in the building. I'll tell you what, we could talk football forever. I love when Robert comes in, his knowledge of the NFL. And, of course, Van, you know that. He's pretty good, too. Makes it oh, for pretty quick, good. Hey, makes, good. It, it makes it for a quick, quick <laughs> night of football act talk. Let's let's get that timestamp six fifty one. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put that on 20, my resume. <laughs> no, he he's good on the betting side. I am not. I am not good with when it comes to numbers and stuff. Okay, you know what? I'm glad you brought this up, Mike, because I am not a better at all, and I want 2022. I want you to teach me the ways of yeah, betting. He's incredible. With I have that. no clue. I have no idea, and I want to make, I want to make it known right now. Timestamp this six fifty two. Okay, we all got timestamped here. <laughs> that you will guide me through the way of making my first official bet on any sports game. Well, let's we, if we're gonna do it right, yeah, we'll sit down, have an oat soda, okay, talk about it, and then we got to go to the sports book in person. There we go. It's See, that's way, what I want. It's way better. That's what I'll go to the yeah. sports book. We might have to capture this on camera or something. We can figure it out. I had a good year. Not a, not a ton of profit this year, but I won my Pick'em League. Right. I made profit in fantasy. I made profit in daily fantasy. And I made profit in sports gambling. That's, see, that's, that's all we need. I'm, I'm, football season, and I'm about to lose it all in the playoffs. <laughs> well, I'm like you, Mike. <laughs> I, I have the knowledge. I just When it comes to that, I feel – so dumb. Like, I don't know 
what's what, and I'm definitely and when it comes to money, I'm not putting something on something that I have no clue about. Yeah. So since we're talking about in the text, we're talking about baseball cards. So we're gonna do the a quick one, a quick varsity yeah. of sports cards. Yeah. Vitality, you got one? Yes, I've got a rookie ca- uh, three rookie cards of Aaron Rodgers. They're all different. Nice. Okay. Wow. I got a few Aaron Rodgers rookie cards too. I got I got to bring you some Packer cards. I'm about to go through my baseball cards and get rid of a lot of sports cards. I got you two. got Robin Yount. Let me know. I will. I'll bring, I'll bring you some Brew Crew. I'll bring you some Bucks, and I'll bring you some Packers. Woo, Robert. I, what do you got? I have no cards. Okay, zero. You're a pretty hardcore sports fan, but I'm a, a huge Just sports never fan. did cards. Well, I did, but I never kept up with them. You That's what it. I probably had some. Some dopeness. Was just, it a rough month? You had to cluck them? Just let, let it go. <laughs> or you had your grandparents or, or a mother just throw them all out. That's what it was. My grandmother, I had them in her garage, and the oh. next thing I know, I come home, and they're gone. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this oh, again. That hurt. Yeah. So That's tough. Yeah. Um, but if I did have my pick of the litter, I would start with the 86 Jerry Rice Tops. That that card, I remember that card. I, it, got, I got it at my house. No, it, you don't. I do. Oh, yeah, I do. I see, got man. that card. My, uh, my, that's a great card. Yes, it's a great card. Yeah. My answer is a little personal. Uh oh. I have a few favorite cards, but one of my favorite cards, I used to have a Walter Payton rookie. Oh, I'm dying what? to get one of those. Walter Payton rookie what? in great shape, and you know I'm a Packers By fan, tops. but I got all yep tops. 1976 tops Walter Payton rookie card. And, uh, you know, as a Packers fan, I have no hate for the Bears. I think football's better when the Bears are doing good. Oh, most definitely. So my sister married a Bears fan, and we just love him so much. He became part of our family so fast. And so a wedding gift, I wrote him some very kind words in a, a, a wedding card that I can't repeat on air mm-hmm. because, number one, it's too emotional, and number two, there are way too many expletives in it. <laughs> and I gave him my Walter Payton rookie card because oh. he's such a big Bears fan. He got my sister to be a Bears fan, Jeez. and I knew there's nothing I could do or say or give him that would mean more than giving him that Walter Payton rookie card. I know he cried. I know Ish. the tears. Ish. Did he get misty-eyed? And then I got teary-eyed yeah. when I visited them, and he put the card I gave him right. and the rookie card, I, the the happy wedding card mm-hmm. I gave him with my personalized note in it and the rookie card. He framed them and put them on his wall. Oh, so that is it, easily my favorite sports card. Doesn't get any better than that. Even though I have a ton more. Yeah. Shout out to KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega, friend of the show, friend in real life, for coming on with us, talking some high school sports, some Lobo, Lobo basketball. Thanks, as always, to John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate, Cold War Banker Legacy. Him and his team can answer any question you have about the real estate market. Quite the sex symbol. And just a, just a hottie. <laughs> yeah. Just a hottie, right? What a piece. All right, wild card weekend, Albuquerque. Have fun. Be safe. We love you so much. Thank you again, Vital. Thank you again, Robert Buck D. Gibson. You guys come out and see us tomorrow. Bourbon and Boots, 2.30. Bourbon and Boots, 2.30. We will be hosting the Raiders' Den. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Want to feel like you're part of the show? Leave a five-star rating and a review. 
The reviews go a long way to help us in the dumb analytic overlord algorithm that has us all under the thumb of their control. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us hit a larger audience. After we receive 100 reviews, we'll read them all on air on our review special. 